Hello and welcome back to Decondition This, a podcast where we explore the practical tools of living the life of less resistance and challenge the cultural status quo through a lens of human design. My name is Mariana and I'm your host. Today I wanted to talk about uh, my path to human design. And the reason I want to talk about this is that it really is unlike me to dive so deep into something so metaphysical. And the whole, my whole experience with human design and the reason I'm interested in it so much has been really dramatically different from any other experiences I've had. And this was one of the reasons why I wanted to start the podcast and use human design as the lens through which I really have been reevaluating and reassessing my life as well as just the world that we live in for the past year. A part of this episode was recorded almost a year ago when I first discovered human design and my experience back then was really something from another level. I recorded a part of this when I just wanted to get that out, that dramatic sensation of just a light bulb moment after light bulb moment after light bulb moment. So many of my very deep questions answered and explained and my whole life experience put in a completely different framework and all that happened after a very very hard several months in my life that were full of incredible ups and the deepest downest lows I've ever experienced. When I discovered human design things to me were put in a completely different framework and perspective. Um, in all these amazing revelations that I've been having shortly after, within the first month of discovering human design and diving deeper into the topic, I felt a very strong urge to share them and just explain, attempt to explain why human design is so meaningful to me and why I really have been such a huge advocate for spreading this knowledge in the past year, unlike any other uh, tools that I might have come across like astrology and numerology and other modalities that I don't have anything against personally, but at the same time, they've never created such a strong string of revelations and light bulb moments as did human design and also they have not helped me as much on the practical level to decrease the resistance that I encounter in my day-to-day -day life, increase the satisfaction, come closer to my truth and even understand what that truth is. And that was another reason why I recorded that, uh, that bit that I will add here. Uh, a year ago and it was a more personal reason but uh, nonetheless I'll 
stated here was that as a manifester, my power, so to say, lies in my throat, which is how manifestations happen. And there's a big difference between thoughts that are thought and thoughts that are verbalized. And weirdly, even before I knew human design, my therapist kept telling me this. Uh, she kept telling me to not bottle up things inside, to verbalize, verbalize, verbalize them as much as I can. For some reason, one of the huge blocks that I have, uh, I don't know where that stems from, but one of the huge blocks that I personally have is a, probably a fear, that's how I would title, label it, of verbalizing. Because oftentimes, I guess I might get pushback or people just don't perceive what I'm trying to say or something else. I don't know. I don't know the roots of it. And this is one of my big internal projects that I'm working on. But having that active throat, it is very important to speak. We speak as manifestors. We speak when we inform. As manifestors, we speak when we manifest. So it was very important for me to create a space where I can verbalize things that matter to me and so pardon me if you're part of this experiment but I hope that perhaps maybe you're enjoying it to some extent uh, like I do but this podcast has been partially an experiment for me I don't necessarily want to teach I want to share what I know and share my experience as well as hopefully soon enough experience of other um, people as it relates to human design and our cultural narratives. But to share it, to verbalize it, to activate this part of my design, which has been dormant for a long time. And yes, to hear my own voice and to hear what, to hear the truths that I'm actually able to express better as I talk them out. So this is the two reasons for creating the podcast are here and the two reasons that kind of lead into what I wanted to talk about in this episode, which is my whole path to human design and the manifester experience as it was experienced by me before I knew I was a manifester. And that was the reason why the very first video, once I got my chart and once I listened to that video, that very first video just left me absolutely speechless and I couldn't stop, I couldn't stop since. Because that experience that I've had for 28 years before I discovered Human Designer 29 or 30, <laughs> how old am I? That whole experience that I've had the whole life before was wrapped up in a seven minute video unlike anything I've heard before. So let me tell you a little bit about that experience. So ever since I was little, I have always been into metaphysical stuff. I bought those junky magazines about UFOs and ghost stories 
and all sorts of scary stories. I thought I could activate my telepathic powers. I knew and I felt and I believed that there was something there. Then when I was in my early teens, I got kind of scared of those stories. I pretty much scared myself to death by things that I was interested in. So I put that on the back burner and didn't really touch on any of those topics for quite some time until I went full on emo goth in around 15. And at that time I sort of removed any fear and I dove into some of the darkest types of magic, at least I guess mass market brands of magic. Uh, I read a bunch of magic books. I read the Satanic Bible. Uh, being a rebellious, rebellious teenager who would still get straight A's and participate in every possible club, but nonetheless, I was that weird kid who wore chains and uh, black eyeliner and dated a guy who wore spikes around his neck and at the same time was getting straight A's and, and, and winning um, every possible competition and, and being a cheerleader, so that exists. So I connected with some of the parts of that darker magic sphere because a lot of what I was talking about was the, the right, your right, my right, to get whatever I wanted and to have it and not be limited by anything that might define me, any categories, any labels. Basically, if you step into your power, you have the right to want what you want and to have it. And yes, there were some spells to get closer to it, but I have to say that with all the stuff that I wasn't so sure about. So yes, there were also spells to pretty much like hurt someone that you didn't like, which I never found an application for. But at the same time, there were some spells to help and support someone that you love. So I used that a lot when my mom was going through a hard time. And I don't know if it helped, but it, it helped me, I think, <laughs> more than anything. But yes, I, I, I felt the energies and I think that was enough. That honestly didn't last long. That book is, I don't even know where it is. I don't know where any of those other books are. But after that, I migrated through many different stages and I got into yoga at some point. I never gravitated towards a religion. So to me, yoga, became kind of a replacement for that. It became my safe space. It became my place to go deep and to explore that spiritual nature inside of me that ultimately I believe is, is what is central to any type of spiritual belief is what is already inside. It's not necessarily something that is or it shouldn't be something that's uh, external. And so eventually it evolved into 
my own brand of spirituality. Basically, now and for a long number of years, I have just felt and believed that we're all part. It's the same energies that circulate throughout the universe that make us and make everything else in existence. Basically, it's the same energetic matter that creates everything. And hence, we are all part of that and everything is part of us. Everything is interconnected. We're all the same huge organism, energetic organism that exists on the permanent scale, or at least the very long scale that appears permanent to us. And we go back to that and we come from it. And we have that connection, we have that energetic link. And that, that link, that magnetism is, is, is stronger to some objects, thoughts, entities, people, than with others. But there's this an interconnectedness and intervibration of the world. And I do believe in everything being made of energy and having an, like, an electric charge. And basically it's energies, the ebb and flow of energies that shapes our world. Then I came across human design through Tantra, actually, <laughs> um, where I just kind of starting started looking into it a little bit to understand certain things that were happening between um, myself and a couple other people. And that just blew my mind. So some of the experience that I've had a lot as a child and kind of throughout my life was that I've always... Um, it was never easy for me to get accepted. So I've had the friends that I have, um, I have some of them I've been friends with for over 10 years, 20 years, I guess, at this point. Um, and we're tight no matter what. But other people, other um, other friends that I have, they kind of went and gone and they're not too many of them. I get along with people just fine, but I always kind of felt this pushback, like people were protecting me again, protecting themselves against me. And that, I could never understand that because I, you know, I was like, well, I'm even into the same stuff, like we work together. Um, you know, I'm funny sometimes. You know, whatever, like I might not be as much into pop culture, but why are you so repelled by me? Um, and another thing, which was actually um, the most mind-blowing thing to me, was that I um, just recently been having, so just a couple weeks before discovering human design, I've been having conversations with a friend of mine, and I've been trying to express this um, feeling that I, that this kind of sensation that I've been feeling inside for quite a bit, um, you know, haven't been in a, in the longest relationship now, marriage, um, of my life. I recently had a kid, um, my son is one and a half almost. 
Um, so, and I've been trying to express this and explain it, saying that, you know, sometimes I just, I just need to be left alone. I just want to be left alone. I just, um, you know, I've, I've been, you know, I would say like, I've always been a lone wolf. I, I'm, I'm a wild horse, you know, I'm on my own. I feel like other people need to get out of the way. Um, I feel the mo- I've been feeling the most powerful when I'm just left to my own devices, um, kind of not controlled in any way or limited, then I can do anything and I know that I can do it because I've had this experience in my life. I've had the experience of literally taking the most, the wildest idea, dream that you can imagine and making it a reality in two years without necessarily like just pushing for it. Like I wasn't necessarily going for it, but it just eventually just manifested in my life. And we'll talk about this more. So, um, and then when I started, you know, looking at human design, oh, and another thing that also was kind of funny, uh, was that I, I hopped jobs quite a bit and I would always get tired. Like if I get a desk job or any type of job, um, that, you know, I'd have to show up every day and do like the same thing or something similar or commit to this one project every day. I, in about a year and a half, I'll get the most brutal burnout, and in most cases, I'd quit, or sometimes I'll push through it, and then I kind of slide um, and kind of do it for another, you know, another couple of years, maybe, and so far, like right now, I'm working the longest job of my life, which is coming up on... Um, I guess it's only like three and a half years, but this is the longest job I've ever had. So, um, and I always, you know, I always felt like, what, like, what's wrong with me? And I would always have these like side projects that I would start very shortly, even if I really tell myself, okay, this time around, let's just have this one job, let's work in and let's relax and let's just... Let's just chill out and just do this and, you know, progress, get promoted, whatever. Um, I would always, like, there'd be some project that shows up and I'm like, I'm going to jump on it because it's so interesting. Or, you know, I'd start studying or something else. So I'd always have, uh, like, side hustles, a ton of them. And that would definitely... Um, so and, and I would beat myself up over it because it's like, why am I like this? Why can I just live like, you know, most normal humans and like have a job and be happy with it and just relax after work? Like, why am I like this? Um, so all these things about me, which like were my dirtiest little secrets, <laughs> some of, um, and all these things. Uh, and then I watched the very first video um, after getting my free chart uh, at, at Jovian Archives. Um, I'm watching the very first video and I just 
I just like have this explosion in my brain. Like, my mind is blown because it literally talks about me. It talks about all the experiences that I never tied together in any way. It just talks about the experience of being me in this world, like all throughout. And that was just from just the type, which like I said, I'm a manifester. So that was just the type. There's so much, so many layers and so much information in human design chart um, that I'm, I just tapped into the very top. I'm kind of like starting to dive a little deeper, but, um, so yeah. And I would, I, I just said there, just struck. <laughs> I said there, you know, being a, being a skeptic and kind of, I don't really believe in astrology that much. Like, I think they're definitely... You know, there is some connectedness, again, because we're we're all part of one. But it's not a huge part of my life. It's not something that I, like, look at the stars or check the horoscopes. Um, so, uh, to me, that was like, what is happening? Like, how do they know me so well? Like, what is up here? And I started digging and I started looking at other things. Um, I, you know, read about the strategies and I realized that the biggest resistance that I've ever had in my life with anything, uh, with anyone has been when I didn't follow the strategy. Um, and, um, yeah, so this is what, this was kind of like my introduction. Like the funny thing about human design is that you you can literally just so all you need to know is the the place you were born and and then the time you were born and that's all you need to know um and then there's for the basics you know the explanations of your type and your strategy and your authority all that is widely available abundant online it gets a little harder when you get into like gates and channels and i'm still wrapping my head around that um and then variables and then whatever other things there are on there that i probably don't even know yet um but this is kind of this is kind of what 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 it was and it so like i said since since i started um, first of all, it's it, it's been very it's been incredibly empowering to me to know that I'm not making this shit up because um, I have such heavy conditioning um, and and we will get to it as well um, because literally everyone in my life and I'm trying to find someone who's not so if you're not let's be friends is a generator or a manifesting generator. So um, I'm attracted somehow to those people. I guess my son is one, my husband is one, my parents are, one, are <laughs> ones. Um, and it's just, it, it, yeah, it's it just pretty crazy. Um, so I was you know, affirmed in a sense that I don't, like, things that they think are wrong about me, like that, 
I need to recharge, that I, that I can't just like keep going. Like one of the arguments we constantly have with my husband is that, you know, I'm, I'm from Russia and over there we get a month off. So we get four weeks off. It's not necessarily consecutive four weeks, but we can get, you know, we have 20, whatever is it, 25 days um, plus all the weekends to take off throughout the year, plus a bunch of holidays. So we take quite a bit of time off. And that worked well for me. Like, and I didn't really feel deprived. I would get a little tired, but I'd get replenished. And, you know, I'd go on vacations and things like that. And over here, there's no such thing. So this America is just entirely a generator country. Um, with <laughs> It's a country of generators who are conditioned to be manifestors. Um, but, in fact, it's just this this, like... Protestant work, 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 always work, culture, and I'm just not getting along with that. Um, it's just not working for me, and being, you know, reading all this and hearing all this, I'm like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just, it's just that this is how I operate. This is what I need to thrive um, and another thing is that it just incredibly, like, again, even with just little things, even with just the, the very basic knowledge, it incredibly raises the awareness of just your everyday actions and decisions. And I'm not going to go into details and like different authorities and different things. I'd rather want to talk about um more personal experiences and kind of some of the um life stuff and then we'll see we'll see where it goes um but again there's a fantastic podcast uh by day luna uh they they've been great they just taught me so much in such a short period of time um, so you can listen to that if you want to learn about the specific mechanisms and explanations for all things human design um, so, yeah, and, uh, with this, with this new awareness, it's so much easier to kind of reassess the past is in, you know, okay, so I might not be very happy with the, like, where I am right now in life. So at some point I made a decision that wasn't necessarily right, correct for me. So how did I make that decision? Oh, I made it intuitively on a whim instead of following my authority which is emotional and um, you know sleeping on it and kind of going through the highs and lows and I made it from a total high point and um, now I have to you know bear the fruit and figure out the consequences so um, or you know like just checking in with myself quite regularly and figuring out what are the, where's my state right now? Am I really neutral or am I actually pissed? Like, am I angry? Am I, um, you know, frustrated, sad? Or am I on this high wave where, like, I get so excited about something and I want to make it happen, and I sign up for this, and then I get disappointed. I don't want to act on it, or it requires too much effort, uh, of consistent effort. 
so I can I can assess this better I'm still like a baby student and I'm still learning I am practicing informing which is a strategy for manifestors to remove the resistance of the world who cannot um, so the story with manifestors is that the world can't really see inside you it can't you kind of a, like a black box you're a closed box so the world can see inside you so the world is like well who are you what are you like what are you up to and if you don't inform them what it is like who you are what you actually are up to then they're gonna freak out and they're kind of gonna like resist you and challenge you in case of like very um you know personal like family dynamics um it's maybe you know there'll be more and more trust issues where all manifestor wants is to just be left alone and just do you know his own her own thing um, but it is essential to remove that resistance and to get to that peaceful kind of flow state is to inform. And again, I'm not sure where this is coming from because my parents actually, my mom has been incredibly supporting and letting me do whatever the hell I want, uh, which now blows my mind because um, I don't know a single parent. Like I would not be this parent probably who would do that. Uh, but she somehow sensed this manifest her nature in me um and she let me do things that like she let me you know I was 14 or 15 she let me take a four-hour bus ride to a different big town and like hang out with these people I just met and I know what like it just sounds crazy it sounds insane but think I think thanks to her largely and thanks to her not you know, resisting and limiting me and trying to control me, she has empowered my manifesto nature in the sense that then, very shortly after, when I left my hometown in Siberia and I moved to Moscow, like, I was able to get what I wanted more than anything in life just in a very short time. And that, that time in Moscow... The five years before I moved to the United States have been incredible. Like, I've been in a relationship, I've been out of the relationship very briefly, but it's always been just this huge power of kind of like feeling in, in tune with the universe, like feeling this vibe, feeling my own power to make things happen and making them happen. Um, and... Yeah, so <laughs> the the story uh, for me personally here right now is to start. So you know where where am I right now? I'm starting to uh, you know get a better sense and better understanding of these mechanics and um, just practicing my strategy and authority. So informing and uh, not taking any rash decisions, uh, taking decisions from the neutral and being okay with like 75, 80% uh, <laughs> certainty on any decision because I guess that's the most I get. And this also resonates a lot uh, because at the time when I feel like I'm 100%, that means I'm probably acting from a, a wrong place.
from a too high or too low of this motion wave. Um, so I'm just kind of getting a grasp of things. And I'll happily share the discoveries which have been so plentiful. Like I said, I've had almost every day, I've had like a revelation. And <laughs> I feel like I need to like write it down. And the more I talk with people, the more of these revelations I get, and even like in my own head, um, and I'm challenging myself to act on them and to kind of process them and and integrate them. But it's been this past month has been a quantum leap of personal growth that I just can't contain inside anymore. I just want to express. I want to talk, I want to you know, make my throat vibrate um, and, uh, you know, jive with the universe, so to say. So this last part that you have just heard, that was recorded almost a year ago, a month after I discovered human design. And I wanted to add just a little bit else on top to talk a little bit about my experience since discovering human design and since starting to very gently uh, applying my strategy and authority. And I still struggle with my strategy of informing more than the authority, but what I noticed and why do I talk about human design being the tool of living the life of less resistance is that since learning about human design and, and, and that knowledge in itself, even before any action, has empowered me to make changes in my life that have been really profound and pretty much tectonic shifts, which might not be that obvious on the surface. I still work a lot and I, I'm i still me. I'm probably more me. I'm still not 100% me, which I don't even know what that is. But it allowed me to start saying no more often and to change jobs from one where I was expected to be that worker slave to one where I can take breaks and can respect my time and myself and my needs and my inconsistent energy. It allowed me to realize my worth and realize the value that I'm more the most capable of bringing and act on that and request that from the world it gave me peace around not always or rather never having to make decisions in the moment and forcing myself to take breaks between the stimulus and the decision that I need to make and forcing me to take breaks between bursts of work. And it forced me 
and it convinced me to start scheduling time, literally scheduling time for reading a book in the middle of the day for an hour to recharge or taking that day of vacation when I really needed. And it tuned me into my energetic fluctuations that I would just ignore before. I would just work through them and then give myself you know, physical and mental issues. And before that, I, and since then I am able to not hoard vacation for this other time when I'm when I will finish everything I need to finish and take that long vacation which is the just the crystallic definition of the sacral conditioning of the generator conditioning uh, for non-energy types in human design but that was that was me uh, I'll rest when I get all this done and then getting all this done never came another thing that really changed for me and it really also changed my life and keeps changing my life quite a bit is the knowing that us manifestors are not meant to seek success or seek some of the other definitions of success and just well <laughs> well-being that we're used to and that our signature is peace which means that perhaps that promotion is less needed than the ability to take that time off perhaps that prestigious job or something that you perceive as a prestigious job is less needed than a job that allows you to be more on your own time and more have more control of your own time and of your demands and have more flexibility uh, around exploration and interests and other things that may be in a, more in alignment with your design and just also that aligns greatly with how I've always defined what I want in life I want I always said that I want harmony and balance and people will always struggle to understand what that means and they ask me well, well, well what are the things that you want and I always said well I don't necessarily want things I want peace and balance and and calm and contentment I want to be left alone <laughs> and things like that so thinking about it from that perspective and accepting and this is a huge conditioning that I've had because I grew up conditioned to think that I am so special and so, so, so talented that I have to, you know, do these great things. And maybe my definition of great things is slightly different from other people's definition of great things. And maybe doing great things to me doesn't mean the standard definition of success, which uh, funnels down to money and recognition and actually next episode we'll talk more about success and dive more deep deeper in into that but and finally the other the last probably major shift that happened to me was the ability 
changes the way the world relates to me and I relate with the world and how I move through the world. And it's still very, very different, difficult because I have instances in my life right now where the informant, informing doesn't really remove obstacles as much as I'd like with people that I'm connected to probably the closest. And I don't know how to, how to solve that yet. And I probably just need to inform one. And ultimately, the solution might be, you know, lead to even bigger shifts. But nonetheless, just having that awareness again was a huge, a huge change in my life. And understanding that I won't get metaphorically hit on the head when I express myself uh, and here we're circling back to where we started with the open, the defined throat and the need to verbalize. So again, it's, it's all about that. It's all, all about that verbalization for us manifestors. Ver- verbalization adjunct to the respect for the others and the humbleness and that does help relate and that does does remove quite a bit of obstacles and that does empower so this is my journey from whoever I was before to hopefully more me (laughs) and I would love to know if you can relate and if not what was your journey to human design and what made you click what made it click for you what made you interested and what yeah what what was your path your journey and your experience another thing that I want to say is that I am launching close small group manifesto masterminds group uh, groups for women right now so right now it's for women manifestors and we will be talking in small groups of six to eight people about different aspects of the manifestor experience my hope is to make those groups co-ed and perhaps have some male-only groups as well later on and then expand to other types and explore different intertype relationships but this is a a small thing that uh, that i'm working on if you're interested and want to connect then drop me an email to dickcondition.this at gmail.com and i'll loop you in thanks for listening and i will talk to you soon cheers